The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, this is Robin and Rich from Stonebroken. You're listening to Jay Scott on The Hook Rocks. I think you should definitely go and buy Revelation by Stonebroken. Go and buy it now. Do it. going hope you're having a good day it is jay scott is the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast thanks for tuning in once again we are part of the pantheon podcast network great network of music related podcasts so check out my friends like mistress carrie martin popoff the rock historian tom and zeus on shout out loudcast mac on the ugly american werewolf in london podcast chris and aaron on decibel geek and many many more so check them out. Don't forget uh, Carmen of Peace and Vinny Apice on the Hanging and Banging podcast as well. Great network of music-related podcasts, as I said. Check out them on all social media platforms. Just search up Pantheon Pods and their website, pantheonpodcast.com. Don't forget to follow The Hook Rocks wherever you podcast. We're on every platform, so please do that as well. And don't forget to check out our social media presence on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search up The Hook Rocks on all three, and you should be able to find us. And don't forget to write us a review whenever you uh, do so choose or so choose. Um, we always like to hear what you're thinking and what you think of the show. Don't forget to set the app or your app to automatic download so you get the latest episode right to your phone. We've had some great episodes lately. We just uh, celebrated our 400th episode that tied into last month's three-year anniversary. We've had Mark Tremonte, Joe Satriani, Todd Damick-Hearns, Stephen Piercy on recently, as well as some great new bands like Frame 42. We welcome back The Warning, Band Inc., and a band out of the UK called Stone Broken. So please check out all of them as well. we get some great stuff coming up here in August. we got our live album review, which we'll be doing Strangers of the Night by UFO as well as many other great stuff. So please keep tuning in, and thank you very much. And we've got a great 
episode for you today. It's another New Music Spotlight with a return guest from fall of last year, I think it was. And uh, they've got a new EP coming out this Friday, July 29th. Is that Friday? Yes, it is. And uh, I'd like to welcome in Clay Dieters from the Minnesota band, The Issue. What's happening, man? What's going on? What's going on, Jay? Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. When you reached out and told me you got a new EP, I was uh, excited because I loved the <laughs> singles that you released last year in 2021. So we've got some things uh, to talk about. But what's been going on? What's been new with you guys? Not much, man. We've had a pretty uh, pretty busy schedule so far this summer. A um, lot of lot of gigging. Uh, we just played um, Rock Fest in Wisconsin last week. Um, that was a big festival for us and super exciting to be on that with some kick-ass rock bands. Um, enjoying a weekend off this weekend, just hanging at the lake and uh, kind of recouping and getting ready for the rest of the summer. When you get on a festival like that, Rock Fest, and you're playing alongside, you know, alongside some bands that you know have been doing it, and that you've been able to listen to and check out, what's that like for you guys? That opportunity? Uh, it's super surreal for one. Um, obviously, when you start a band when you're when you're a kid, you're kind of just like, oh yeah, it would be so cool to play with some of these bands one day, and then all of a sudden you're uh, standing on stage and you're playing between Lamb of God and Disturbed. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, this is pretty gnarly. <laughs> that is pretty cool, man. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I mean, it, it was super exciting for us. It was kind of our first big opportunity to play on a, on a show like that. Um, so for us, it was just like capitalizing on the opportunity and putting on a good rock show and uh you know hoping it leads to more opportunities to follow how has the last year been for you guys in terms of obviously you released a bunch of singles last year you're releasing this ep which i think has a couple originals along with some of the singles that you did release but you know as things start to open up and things start to become more active um you know there's always the threat of going backwards which I don't know if we ever will do that. Maybe certain areas will. But as far as the band, as far as you guys uh, with the music, what's the last year been like for you? Uh, it's It's been pretty busy. Um, you know, we've been, you know, with the singles that we released last year and getting ready, you know, we were the, so this EP is three of the singles that we released last year. Um, two um, brand new tunes along with those singles and if you buy the hard copy there's a hidden track in there too that you got to listen for i'm just gonna throw that out there (laughs) a little uh little sneaky surprise for anybody that buys the physical cd um so obviously all that um keeps us keeps us busy we've been doing a lot of videos and stuff too for our youtube channel we're trying to build up um a better youtube channel videos for our originals we do some covers on there as well and then yeah shows have been coming back so we've been playing a lot of gigs between we're in the upper midwest area so we play a lot in wisconsin minnesota north and south dakota um nebraska iowa um and just trying to branch out from there but that's kind of the main region that we gig right now 
Um, so as the show started coming back, it was like, all right, you know, every, you know, we're young, you know, healthy dudes. So it was like, all right, let's, let's get back on the road and start doing things again. And, um, we were all, uh, excited to be playing gigs again. Um, we had not played gigs like that, you know, during COVID we've ever since the band started, we've just played shows, you know, every weekend or most every weekend throughout the week and stuff too so then all of a sudden it was like okay well we got to figure out ways to keep ourselves busy and that's when we started doing youtube content and now shows are coming back so trying to keep up with the youtube content as well as playing gigs makes for a pretty busy schedule but that's what it's all about right yeah i mean it it really is in this day and age you know you got to keep putting out content on your social media platforms that you're on and, you know, being in a band, that's one of the things I don't know if people realize once they start a band. Obviously, there's the creativity process and writing music and playing shows. But, you know, to go farther, you've got to have that presence on social media. You've got to have that content. And, you know, most of you guys are creative. You know, and so being creative on social media is kind of a natural thing. But also keeping it organized and keeping it going, you know, is more of like a marketing thing, which some bands do struggle with, you know, because it's just kind of like, wow, I wasn't planning on doing this stuff. How is that for, for the issue? Yeah, you you kind of find out when you start a band, especially nowadays, you, you got to wear a lot of hats. You're not just the musician on stage. You're, you're your own promoter. You're your own booking agency. You know, you're your own producer, you do a lot of, you do a lot of those things. And now you're uh, a social media content creator on top of all that stuff. Um, but it's, it's a team effort. It takes everybody in the band. Um, you know, we, we try to talk about, okay, this is our game plan. This is, you know, like for instance, now releasing the EP, these are the things that we got to do. We're going to, you know, put out some, some teaser videos on Instagram to build up to it. And, and get the music video ready for one of the songs that we're going to drop on next Friday as well. When the EP comes out, we'll have a new music video that comes out for one of the songs as well. So just, you know, trying to stay on top of all those things and making sure everybody in the band knows what's going on and is, you know, being helpful and get keeping the process rolling. Um, that's kind of how you make money nowadays. You don't have the big budgets that labels used to have back in the day um, to throw around and hire people to do a lot of those things. If you're going to make it as a new artist, you got to do a lot of those things yourself, especially at the beginning. Um, so it's just be being willing to put in the work and have a team of people in the band around you that are, you know, on the same page and also willing to put in the work and, trying to get towards the same common goal is it a constant state of playing live you know doing live shows you know for a band that's rising up like you guys i mean you know it used to be you'd have a cycle then you'd you know record music and do that in another cycle and some bands would take two three years to make an album those days are long gone that just doesn't happen anymore right so you got to completely branch out or continually branch out, I should say, in new markets, keep playing the same markets, keep building up your brand, keep building up your band. 
and surviving that way. You know, it used to be the album would really kind of jumpstart a band's success, but now it's, it's the grind. It's the playing live. Um, Absolutely. Where, where is the state of the issue on that? I mean, is that something that you guys are comfortable with, you know, playing every weekend, playing so many shows per month? How do you guys, you know, maintain that? Well, we, we pride ourselves as being a live band. Um, for us, the hardest part is capturing what we do live and putting it on a record and getting it to translate that way. Cause we feel, we feel that you don't get the issue unless you come to a show and you see the issue. Um, the four of us on stage playing together, that's when we're at our best. That's when the magic is happening. That's when we're, um, you know, our best creatively as well is when all four of us are together, whether in a room or on stage playing a show. So for us, we've kind of always had that old school mentality of boots on the ground, get out and play gigs anywhere, anytime for anybody. Um, we've kind of, we're kind of fortunate with our sound is fairly broad. You know, we, we've played metal shows. We've played rock and roll shows we played blues rock shows and anywhere in between you know punk shows we've (laughs) we've played them all because our sound is kind of right smack dab in the middle of all those things so we're fortunate that we um on diverse bills and that's kind of how we've built our audience is play a show and he reaches out is like hey you, you guys you know if you guys got an open date here. This is the bill we're trying to fill. If it fits our schedule, we're going to do it, you know? And uh, that's how you get better as well. We've, we've gotten a lot better last year because we just play all the time. And that's, that's part of it. Obviously you get better practicing in your bedroom, but there's a lot of things you can't practice for in your bedroom that happen on stage. So you got to just get out and play. So that's what we try to do is, as much as we can and as much time allows us to. How many shows have you guys played this year? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, we actually play in two bands too. So trying to keep, <laughs> keep the two bands straight. Uh, we, we probably played, I don't know, 50 shows this past year already in 20. What is it? 2022. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it. <laughs> well, last I checked, it's 2022. Gosh. Yeah, but <laughs> it all blends together. It does, especially <laughs> the last few years. Everything kind of blends together. What about um, you know moving forward for this year and into next year? I mean, we are on the back end of 2022. We're approaching August 1st. Fall is it going to be coming here shortly? And then in the winter, um, you know, you've got the new EP. What's what are the plans for you guys? Um, yeah, we got a busy schedule through September. Um, and then October and November, we have some downtime and then our, our plans are so Colin Johnson, our lead guitar player, he's been um in the band for about a year now. And since he's joined the band, we've been writing a lot of new material. Um, what you're getting on the EP is some material that we kind of had built up. Uh, prior to him joining the band he's got his flavor on those songs but 
since he's joined, he's brought in, you know, a new writing style and aspect and guitar playing that's just kind of kicked things off for us creatively. So our plan this fall is to um, start writing, or I shouldn't say start writing, um, start recording our first full length album songs for our first full length album and then you know continue playing shows throughout the course of the winter and and uh hopefully you know if everything comes together we'd like to have this album out next year um but you know that's a process singles are a big things is a big deal nowadays with the streaming platforms so getting songs recorded and figuring out what our singles are going to be and getting those dates set and release times and whatnot is always a process, but yeah, really the next six months for us are going to be playing out some of these final shows and getting ready for 2023 and, and hopefully a big year um, for us. As far as that goes, we have a new booking management company that we're working with. That's, trying to get us out of, you know, just the Midwest region and more across the, the States and um, hopefully playing some bigger, better shows and getting some more new material out for everybody. These, uh, these songs on the EP, were they all recorded during the same session? Um, they were not. Um, the song, the song, what you need was the first song, first single we released last year. Um, that was one that we kind of produced, um, self-produced in the studio ourselves, And that was kind of setting the stage for the other songs. And, um, the producer Ian Combs out of Minneapolis, we worked with for two of the other songs, Fallen and You, those were in the same session. And then the two new songs that you'll hear on Friday, when you check out the EP, Break You and Paradox, those were a uh, third session all mastered by the same guy. When you hear these songs and, you know, you've, you've been really emerging over the last year and now you're getting ready to write more, you know, new music for a full length album. You know, when you release this EP, is it kind of like putting that period of the band, you know, kind of closing that chapter of the band and moving forward with this full length? Yeah, it really is. And honestly, we've been looking forward to that, <laughs> you know, because we've been we've you know, when you're playing a lot of shows, you're playing the songs over and over again. And, and it's exciting, you know, when a new song comes out, it's, a you know, this exciting feeling. You get to play it on stage for the first time, see what people's reactions are. Um, but I'm I'm just excited. I'm just super excited about this new material that we've been writing since Collins joined the band. It's it's just some really cool rock stuff, you know, from from hard rock to you know metal side of things to you know classic rock feel and everything in between. There's just a lot of cool stuff that's going to be on the record to come. Um, and it's always exciting when new material is coming out and people are you know gelling in the studio and you're kind of getting a new sound and we've that's what we've been chasing the past four or five years is what is the issue sound and it seems like we're finally starting to hone in on that um with the release of this ep going into what's going to be our first full-length record where do you guys think or where do you think the band has grown the most over the last year 
Oh man. Um, as adults, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you want to share that stuff, you're, it's up to no, you. No, I'm, you know, um, I mean, we've grown as people a lot the past year. Um, honestly, um, um, but we've, I think, I think our sound and, and what we do on stage, our live performance has grown significantly the past year. We've gotten super tight. We've really locked in on our performance. Um, we have our sound guy that, that travels with us regularly and, you know, he comes to the studio when we're rehearsing and, and we've just really honed in on like, okay, how are we going to set ourselves apart from just being another local band? Um, so our, our live show and our, I think our writing process too has grown significantly over the past year, you know, really honing in on our live sound and then, um, our writing process as well, just recording everything live shows and, and then recording our rehearsals as well. And, you know, one of the hardest things that a musician has to go through is learning to let go of, um, ideas that might not be best for the song even though they're your own you know sometimes when you're writing a song you have you have you know an idea and you just kind of force it in there just because you had that idea even though sometimes it's not what what's best for the song and i feel like that's something that we've had to learn the past year when we've been writing and playing shows live we're like all right these are things that work these are things that don't you know just because it's your idea or this person's idea is, you know, not necessarily what's best for the song. So let's, you know, figure something else out. And then you dive into recordings from shows and it's like, oh, this, this was really cool. We did that there. We, sh- we got to keep that. And, and really those things that unless you're recording your live performances, you maybe don't necessarily catch or pick up on. So that's what we've been doing a lot the past years, recording those live shows, recording our rehearsals, figuring out what's good, what's bad, and keeping what's good and get, getting rid of what's bad. <laughs> as far as musicians and as far as the band goes, you know, does it help? You, know, you mentioned before about playing live and how it makes you guys a better band the more live shows you do. Turning that into you know, the creative process, with writing music and, you know, getting the most out of the band, you know, squeezing that sponge that the band is, how does that impact the creative process? It obviously impacts the playing of you guys. You guys become much tighter, become more of a better live act, but in terms of the creative process, how does playing out more help you guys with that? Um, what's, what's great about playing live is there is an element of surprise every night, (laughs) you know, something that might happen within the crowd or an interaction or something that happens where you might play something just slightly different than how you recorded it on the record or how you normally play it live. Um, And sometimes that can be a new flair where you're like, Oh, that was super cool. We got to keep doing that. Or, you know, an accidental (laughs) guitar fill or, or, or drum solo or something like that. Um, and obviously when you, you have these songs that you've been sitting with and you've been playing over and over again, Kirby. playing live. Um, well, we don't want to, we don't want to get stuck playing the same over and over again. 
So it's like, all right, well, we're going to do something slightly different with the song tonight just to keep it fresh and have fun with it. So that can be, you know, creatively stimulating and that might might lead to a new idea or a different song. When you think of this EP that's uh, that's coming out Friday and you think of the songs on there and you think of, you know, that writing process that's going to start happening at the end of the at the end of the year. Obviously, someone who's in a band and creative, an artist, always likes to keep moving forward, always likes to, um, you know, keep moving on to the next best thing. When you think of this EP, as we talked about, you know, kind of closing the chapter on this period in the band, is it easy for you to kind of go into that that new music mode, creating new music, because you're releasing this EP? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, you know, you don't want to get stuck in the past. Um, and, and that's, and that's, uh, sometimes that can be a tough hurdle to get over. Um, but it's like, all right, we did that, you know, that was cool, but it's always, it's, you know, the next thing is always what's exciting about being a musician and like what gets you out of bed in the morning is new material and, and, the potential to do something really cool that, you know, somebody hasn't done or, or whatever. Um, so like for me, I, you know, I'm kind of always somewhere in between, you know, writing and whatnot. I kind of, my brain's kind of always thinking about any new material we're working on, always writing lyrics and stuff. Um, but for me, when the chapters close and it's like, all right, this is what we're focusing on. Now it's, it's just like, all right, this is the task at hand you know, pen and paper, um, you know, what's going on in the world and my personal life, get those things worked out, work through the new songs and, and like, let's make a kick-ass record. So we start focusing on that and, you know, the EP is just kind of a, you know, a thing of the past and we still play those shows at, or play those songs at live shows, but it's like working in new songs for live shows too, just to see how the crowd reacts to them. It's like, okay, this is going to be a cool song. We definitely want to have it on the record or, (laughs) you know, sometimes you play a new song and people are just, eh, you know, whatever. And you're like, okay, maybe we got to rethink this one. Um, so I, I, I just think it's, it's, it's kind of, it can be hard to let go because you just get put all this time and energy into that. And you're just like, okay, well, but now we have this new thing and that's, what's exciting. And that's what everybody's looking forward to in the band is getting to that full length record. So we're just excited for 2023 and hopefully what's to come this next year. The EP is called wasted time. It's out Friday, July 29th. It's a collection of five songs from the band over the last year. After release, after going through the year and releasing singles, to finally put out a physical copy of the music, what did that mean to you guys? Yeah, it's a big it's a big thing whether it has much relevance nowadays or not. As a musician, personally, it's just it's so much more gratifying when you have that physical CD in your hand. You spend time on the artwork and and all those things. Um, it's just it adds a more creatively stimulating element to the songs and everything else that's going on around the release. 
So it's just super gratifying when, when you put in the order for the CDs and they show up on your doorstep, it's like Christmas morning. Yes. The CDs are finally here. (laughs) And it's like, we've, we've done it. We did the thing. And you know, you show your friends and your family and it's just, I don't know. It's a super fun, it's a super fun time. And then, you know, next Friday will be a lot of fun seeing how people are reacting to the new songs. Obviously they've heard some of the material already as singles and the music video and whatnot. And, having the new album to sell at shows it's just i don't know it's it's like christmas morning for a kid when you're putting out a new record and you got physical cds to go with it well from a fan's perspective you know having that tangible physical piece of art connects you more to the music right when you can hold it and you can touch it and you can see it rather than you know point click download and then all of a sudden you're listening to it it does mean more to the fan and to hear your perspective on the artist, the band, you know, having that physical, tangible piece to sell and to give to fans and for fans to buy um, is, is a lot more rewarding than just putting a, a single out on a streaming service. That's an interesting uh, outlook because I've never really heard a band talk about that in regards to the physical copy, like how much it means to you guys. Well, and I think, you know, we're, we're also fans too, you know what I mean? So like for us, you know, the way, you know, the way a fan might feel about us, you know, putting out an album and having that physical CD to buy from us, I feel that same way about my favorite artists. So I think that just kind of translates, you know, to us personally as well as musicians. And it's just, it's kind of like, you know, the whole digital thing, it just, it, it's cool, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it has the same kind of life that the physical CD has. And it's just more rewarding when you're like, all right, here it is. We did it. We put in the work, we put in the time. Here it is, you know, yay for us, <laughs> you know, and, and now, you know, you enjoy it and then you get back to work. But I don't know. I just, as much as the digital era has come in the past, you know, few years and kind of taken over, you know, the past 10 years, I suppose you could say, I still think that just having the physical CDs is still going to be there. Hell, I mean, records are selling more now than they were five years ago. It's, it's crazy. You know, all of a sudden people are buying um, LPs and stuff again, and it might only just be for wall artwork in their bedroom, but, it's still cool. It means that people still dig it and that it's still relevant. Yeah. You know, it, streaming services all have their positives about it, right? You're able to reach markets that you maybe normally wouldn't, but just having a physical copy, people can get your music in other countries um, that, you know, you wouldn't sell your CD to or ship your CD to, or some you would, some you wouldn't, but it, it, it does offer that benefit to a listener. However, you know, I, I like to buy physical copies. I like to go to shows and buy the CDs. Um, you know, that's part of why I go to live concerts is to buy that physical piece of media because it means my, a, a lot to me because I grew up in that era where you, know, you bought an album on Friday and that babysat you throughout the whole weekend because you yeah. just would listen to it the whole, the whole, uh, right. you know, the whole weekend. 
So it's becoming more and more, I should say, less and less prevalent. Uh, but I do think, though, first of all, CDs are still digital media. Yeah. Um, and they're better sound quality than most streaming services. And again, you get the artwork, you get the liner notes, you get all that stuff that's interesting. It's hard for me to process the liner notes in the album art on a streaming service because it just is, right? I mean, to kind of capture right. that that album cover on your phone, it doesn't have the same thing as when you're ha- holding it two inches from your face Exactly. You're looking at it and, it, and it just, it's a whole different vibe of, of how you listen to music. Yeah. And you got the band pictures in there and who's, who's who and what do they do? And it's, I mean, yeah, you get that on social media too, but I just, I don't know the physical element, you know, we're, we're, we're still human, you know, touch, feel, taste, smell, all those things are, you know, that's, very relevant in our in our being so that's no different when it comes to consuming music and um it's just so much more gratifying for a musician to performing live and you go to the merch stand after the show and there's people eager and waiting to come and buy that cd from you and have a brief conversation about the show and your music it's it's just a really cool thing um, and I, and honestly, that's, that's, what's great about playing music is, is that interaction, seeing the fans at the show, they come to the merch stand, they say, Hey, great gig. Love, love the tunes. And we appreciate what you're doing. That just means so much to a musician. And it's like, okay, you know, we can keep doing this even sometimes when it's like, man, is it worth all this to try and chase down this dragon that might not be there you know especially nowadays as a young musician trying to make it but you you know you you have a show where people are stoked about you and they come and buy the cd and the and the t-shirt and they chat you up a little bit and it's like all right this is what it's all about this is why we still do it this is why we still chase the dragon and you know it's just not possible without the fans and the consumers that still care about live music and physical CDs and all that stuff. Looking back on the music that's on this EP and listening to it, putting it out, you kind of get in the reflective mode of, Hey, this is, this is a time and place of the band. And we're going to be creating here in a short while and releasing a full length album in 2023. As you kind of leave this and you kind of go into the next chapter of the band are you, are you still searching for your sound? Are you still searching for what the issue, the sound of the issue? You mentioned you can kind of fit into, you know, a punk fest, a rock fest, a metal fest. But are you there yet in terms of capturing the, 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 the sound? I know you said it's difficult to capture the energy of the band. But in terms of the sound, how close are you or are you there yet? Well, I think that's something that every musician is always chasing. Um, um, but I think we've gotten a lot closer. EP um, that we're releasing next Friday that I, I think we're, you know, you want to see progress. So with each release, 
you know, hopefully the song writing's better. Hopefully the sound quality's better. You know, hopefully your the whole process in general is better. Um, and hopefully you're getting closer and closer. You know, you're always trying to chase that. So adding Colin and having that element of his guitar playing added in that we felt there was a missing piece to the puzzle before he joined. And now he's having him in. He's played with the band for a year now. You know, we're rock solid. We're we're definitely getting close to what we feel the issue sound is. And and I think this full-length record down the road here, hopefully next year, is going to be a test to really like, all right, what do you guys have? You got the EPs. You did the singles. You know, what's the issue really all about? And that's what that record is going to be. That's going to be kind of hopefully our statement piece. You know, like, here's the issue. This is like rock solid good performances the sound is there the quality is there it'll be like all right what's the issue got and that album is going to be a test for us and hopefully it passes all the tests how how do you keep pushing yourself i mean you've got that sound in your head that you want to achieve with the band or you know it could be a moving target it could be developing and evolving day by day but how do you as a band keep pushing yourself because, hey, you've got an EP out. You've got five songs out. You released a bunch of singles last year. It's easy to just say, all right, here, we'll just keep doing it. We'll keep you know, doing what, what we, we are sounding like now. But how do you wake up and say, hey, you know, we've got to get better. We, we, we're not there yet. You know, we're, we're close, but we're not there yet. Well, I think you're always kind of chasing that creative dragon um, just as an artist. Um, but you know, you always feel like there's more you can do. You could do better. The next record could be better. The the shows could be bigger. The, you know, you can perform to, you know, different, different audiences and different places. So I think that's what gets us out of bed in the morning, continues to drive us as a band is we, you know, we always think that we can get better and there's more that we could do. Um, so we're just constantly chasing that down. And I don't know if, what you know, I don't know if a person will ever be set com- completely satisfied, you know, um, you're always happy with what you're doing, but you're like, God, you know, I think we could do this better next time and do these things better next time. And, and, uh, I think that's really what keeps us going is like, all right, you know, the EP was cool, but this next record is going to be better. And we'll, I'm sure when we finish that record and put it out, we'll have the same mindset. It's like, well, that record was cool, but this one's going to be better, you know? So I think that's just what it's all about. And and the fans keep us going too. They they dig what's going on and they always want more, especially this day and age, you know? Everybody's attention spans are so short where it's like more, more, more. Um, so you gotta, you gotta be willing to put in the work and be ready to keep pushing forward and, and just know that, that that's part of the job, I guess. Plus you've got, you know, your new guitar player that's been in the band. That's gotta be exciting to kind of see from the early stages of development and, and to, to recording music. So now he's going to be part of that full process. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic within the band too, as well. No, it's just, it's just super exciting, you know, going into the next record, having a, having the, you know, Colin's been playing with us, you know, for a year, we got a lot of live shows 
under our belt. We got some recording experience under our belt with this EP, you know, so now we feel like we're firing on all cylinders and what's to come is going to be the best stuff yet. Um, we put in the work, we put in the time we're, you know, really honing in on our sound because, because of all those things. Um, so like, hell yeah, man, let's go in and make the kick-ass record. Like this is going to be, this is going to be awesome, you know, and hopefully it comes together the way that we, and it's just, it's super exciting, honestly, being where we are right now. It's, it's a lot of fun. As far as the album goes, has that creative process begun already, or is that just still waiting to happen? It has. Yep. Yeah, we got we got songs in the tank that we've been demoing for the you know past few months now. We probably got I don't know seven eight songs that we've been working on and demoing out during rehearsals and at the studio and stuff. You know, and we're, we're our plan is to write a lot of stuff, sift through, find the best songs that fit well together on the record, and put out the best thing we possibly can. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, you've got the EP. <laughs> I was a big fan of the music that you guys came out last year. You know, putting on a new full length album, growing your band, growing the market that you're playing in. You know, things are things are. I had an interesting conversation with a singer of a. Of a of a new emerging band. And he was like, I live in the grind. That's what I do. You know, I, I, I live, <laughs> I live in the grind. I, every day I get up and, you know, the object is to grow the audience of the band, whether that's through social media, whether that's through Instagram live or whether that's whatever the, the, the process is. But I think when a band or an artist knows that grind and is willing to do it, I think they've already, they're already ahead of the bands that don't understand that. You know, um, like you said at the beginning, record companies aren't throwing around advances like they were. You know, you've got to really get out there and grind it and, and, and do what you need to do. And as long as you enjoy that and are willing to do it, like I said, I think you're half you're 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 ahead of the bands that don't understand that yet especially when you have guys around you in the band that all feel the same way it's like and let's let's go and do this like you know who cares if it yeah it might be a lot of work and when you're trying to work you got to do and you don't have the budgets and whatnot and you still are doing things on the side to pay your bills and it's like man the grind is <laughs> You're, you're, whether you're in the grind doing music, you're going to be in the grind doing something else. So put in the work and be the best human you can be and put out the best music you can put out because, you know, hell, I don't know what we'd be doing if we weren't doing this. You know what? It, it's the truth, right? I mean, it really is. I mean, whether you're going to, you know, working in a, a warehouse, whether you're an accountant, whether you're in a band, there is a grind with whatever you do. And in order to get to a level of success or, you know, making a living out of it, you got to put the time in, you got to put the grind in. And uh, bands today, the thing that's exciting about the emerging rock scene is it's filled with bands that are putting in the grind. And you can sniff out the ones that are not. You know, you can tell the ones that 
are just trying to write a quick song and, and, and have a popular song and, you know, try to cash in on something with just pure luck. But, um, Clay, it's been a blast talking with you, man. I always enjoy when you come on. Um, looking forward to the new music that's coming out shortly from you guys and also the new EP, Wasted Life. And uh, that'll be out July 29th. Yes, sir. Next Friday, Wasted Life. And thank you so much, Jay. I, I appreciate you having me on. I love the podcast. You got great guests on. I just appreciate the opportunity to push our stuff. Anytime, man. Come back on when the uh, the album's ready to go. We'll do another interview. But thanks again. Thanks, bud. Have a good one. Everyone, that's Clay Eaters from the band The Issue. Get their new EP out this Friday coming, July 29th, Wasted Life. It's got five songs, three previous released, two new ones. And if you get the physical copy, as Clay said, it's got an extra track, too, as well. I'm Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Stay strong, stay healthy, take care of each other. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Remember all the times that we would say goodbye. We would always sit and wonder why the days would go so fast. I wish that they would last. I wish they never passed. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 